0: Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back after our slight absence because I was on a work trip um, to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Episode 1, 2, 3, 123 this week. Um, fun episode. Uh, like I said, I was was out working, grinding every single day in Florida last week. Um, maybe a few Florida stories might end up coming up throughout this, but uh, yeah, I'm a sports photographer now. So I'm starting my agency and we're going to, we're going to see what happens. But yes, I did get tan. I got nice and nice and bronze in the face. The back of the neck is very, very dark as well. Like I don't, I'll that's, turn around so you can see this, Kellen. Like it is it's a
1: little pixelated, but um yeah, I mean, that's what it, people that's what people love dark. like the back of the neck is yeah. that's key. I was, get that I tamp. was bent
0: bent over a camera all week, just looking down, taking photos, grinding, grinding, grinding. Um so like it it work trips, man. They never stop twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, eighteen athletic events, seven days, not saying like I'm a like, you know, that's not like super, super impressive, but it's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, so anyway, Kellen, I mean, what were you, what were you doing? Just working your usual nine to five, like not yep. exceeding <laughs> expectations or anything. I don't, I don't know. De- I mean,
1: Hey, I actually did have a successful work week, um, Good. bent over a camera as well, but for different reasons, of course, um, explicit oh, yeah. reasons, of course. Uh, but no, I mean, hey, I gave a, I gave a presentation at work this week. Nice. Um, yeah, so I did that, and now I have uh, more responsibility at my job. So uh, things are going well in, wow. uh, in in this world, I guess. And not as tan as you. I'll, no, I'll, I'll give you that. Definitely not as tan I, as you. I, mean, I yeah. tan. Very, if you're very listening. Well. And not watching, I recommend switching to YouTube and watching just to watch Josh and his body and watch him move his thing.
0: I tan very, very well. Um, But enough about me. And I do apologize to anyone if I miss any sporting news this week because I don't know if I've mentioned I was, you know, slaving away every single day in the Florida heat. Providing content for my job, um, so I was I was a little bit off the the sports grid, um, not too much because not really a ton happened last week. We had we had the the fi- like the conference championships and everything for college basketball, which we will talk about. But really, the sports world didn't heat up um, until about the last twenty four hours when NFL free agency opened, and it's been glorious i mean actually we should probably we'll back up before we get to free agency kellen um chicago bears they actually made a little bit of news that i saw last week do you want to do you want to talk about this we can finally stop having the debate of what are the bears going to do because they finally made their move and if you haven't heard kellen what did the bears do and what are your thoughts on what the bears did
1: yeah, first I would like to amend what you just said and that not a lot happened last week. Conference championship week is very important, Josh. Okay, a lot did happen. Thank you I very much. That. I said would...
0: that. No, I you said not said a lot that. happened
1: the week before. And then you said, said but not... things picked up this week. You know what? Yeah. We're starting off on the wrong foot. Oh, my We're God. I literally go right. rewind,
0: <laughs> rewind the tapes where I said conference championships happened and we got March Madness seating. But we'll talk about that later. The NFL heated up this week. And then I said, wait, Josh, the Bears I am made not something
1: responsible for listening to you fully 100 percent, obviously. So. Yeah, let's let's calm down the this, attitude, then. Let's take it this down po- This the Bears podcast, did...
0: This podcast would be 20 <laughs> minutes long if you listened to what I said and didn't just repeat things I said five minutes later like it was breaking news. <laughs> so we had conference championships, everybody. No, the... Now let's talk about the Bears. We, all we, I, we, I didn't even need
1: to mention that because I was going to immediately <laughs> talk about the Bears, obviously, because I want to talk about the Bears. Me, me and Josh have... Hit the uh, we've, we're past the honeymoon stage in our relationship. The Bears traded the number
0: week. one pick, the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I wanted to let you get there. They traded the number All one right. overall All pick, right. to I the got Carolina Panthers. it. I got it. And- <laughs> I could do it, I could do
1: it, I could got do it. it, but just once th- no, never mind. Um, uh, the Bears did trade the number one pick, they got back. A big, big trade package. I love the trade package uh, for the Bears because you get the number nine pick in this draft, which is which was Carolina's pick, and then you get their first rounder next year, and you get DJ Moore, and you get two second rounders on top of all that. It's it's a great haul for Ryan Poles. I mean, I, I don't know about how I feel about it from a Panthers fan perspective because one of the reasons I didn't want to trade – so far back to nine as a Bears fan, um, specifically with a team like the Panthers, is because they do have a decent roster. Uh, not 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 a crazy good roster, but they have talent on their roster, and they do have help for their quarter uh, for a young quarterback in DJ Moore, who's a very talented receiver who's put up really good numbers in the first five years of his career with really bad quarterback mm-hmm. play around him. Um, but now they don't obviously don't have DJ Moore. He's a Chicago Bear, which is great. And I think that hurts the I, – I know it hurts the Panthers and the young quarterback, which helps uh, what that first-round pick is going to be next year for the Bears. So that's why I'm really happy about it. And then I think once everything came out about Jalen Carter, I think that's when the Bears became a lot more willing to make a trade because you have Jalen Carter with the whole – Uh, situation and leaving the crime scene where Mm I don't think he's going to get in a lot of trouble for it and I don't know if it'll hurt hurt his draft stock too bad but the Bears probably didn't want to trade too far back Um, wanted to keep it within the top four because then if two quarterbacks go you're left with either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter once Mm -hmm. that scandal uh, I I guess I'll call it a scandal comes out about Jalen Carter I think the Bears are a lot more willing to move out of the top four because whichever one's left between Will Anderson or it's going to be Jalen Carter that's left over and you might not want that luggage that goes along with him at 4. So now you got a lot more to work with. Uh, you could be a little more bit more creative this off season. The Bears obviously needed that wide receiver for Justin Fields. Now everybody slides back a spot. Darnell Mooney who's the number 1 becomes the number 2. Chase Claypool who's the number 2 becomes the number 3. I think that just works out better for everyone. Claypool back to a number three that's got to feel good as a Steelers fan for you. you gave up a wide receiver three and got back essentially a first round pick for that so well I uh, knew
0: that the entire time so
1: yeah no and and this you were trying to tell it. you you were trying to tell me this whole and i i bought in pretty quickly to be fair to me, to myself right now that that trade was not good for the bears no it was but not. now it's looking it, really really good for the Steelers. not that that matters this is about. Trading out of the number one
0: pick and Claypool will with the be middle. on the practice squad at some point. So, Google but that. I said Claypool end up on the practice squad by the end of the, all this. But I, I mean,
1: third wide receiver I, doesn't even matter at this point.
0: No, I guess the Panthers' side of this is they've got a guy that they are a hundred, that's a hundred percenter, and is going to be the next generation. Like, in their mind, and I don't want to argue about this, in their mind, they've got someone better than Justin Fields who is going to have a way better career than Justin Fields. And, like, that's just, you know, it's in their mind, this is 100% or this guy is going to be a Hall of Famer that they were drafting. I don't know who it is yet, but they, in order to make that trade and give up what they gave up, because it was a ton, that's like, like, if you, like, for the people complaining about like, oh wow, that was so much, and the Bears, the Bears like fleece them or whatever. Would you tr- like seriously? Would you trade Patrick Mahomes? W- like, would you trade all that to get Patrick Mahomes, or trade all that to get Tom Brady? If the answer is yes, which for most people, they'd be like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, a hundred percent, I would want Patrick Mahomes on my team. Then, then it's then if you look at it in that way, that that's what I think the Panthers front office believes is that they have someone that is your Patrick Mahomes, your Tom Brady generational talent or really great cheater. Um, And that's – and so to them, it doesn't look like they got fleeced. And I just – I hate these trades that happen around drafts and stuff like that because it's like, oh, this team got fleeced. This team – like, you don't know until about – we're not going to know for years down the road whether or not, like – this worked out for Carolina or worked out for Chicago. I mean, this could very easily go down as being the, one of the worst trades that they've either franchise has ever made ever. And we just won't know, or we'll completely forget that this even happened in five to 10 years. Now, and it won't it'll be, just be a it won't franchise. be the
1: worst for the bears because the bears have already made plenty of
0: bad trades like, in their franchise. Yeah, so this won't, could be a bad one. This, this sets up to be, uh, I don't, but so, <laughs> I like yeah
1: I I I agree with that like if if you're moving all the way up from nine you got to give up a lot of capital to to move up to number yeah. one so you have to be really sure in who you're taking at quarterback but do you think it's really a case of they know that like hey we really think we got this awesome talent or. Is it a case of we haven't had a good quarterback since Cam Newton and we have a very impatient owner, David Tepper, who wants a franchise quarterback yeah. again? And uh, n- maybe we're reaching a little bit to try to fill that role because no. there's still not a consensus. There's not the Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, what? consensus number one overall pick. I, I, I mean, they definitely know who they're taking, but I mean – a bunch of people will second guess them because they have Bryce yeah. Young or C.J. Stroud or Will want, Levis as their QB one.
0: Yeah, but and my rebut my rebuttal to this is, if you wanted that, Jimmy Garoppolo's out there. Aaron Rodgers is hypothetically out there. Like, you, there's these guys that are out there that you could get to just fix your quarterback thing. If you were like, yeah, we need to fix quarterback, and you're going to keep D.J. Moore. Like he he's good enough that you could probably do some convincing. I mean, Derek Carr's out there. Like. All of these guys that can can like actually improve your quarterback room, if that's what you want. And I think because they traded away their number one their best weapon to get this quarterback, that like either they're completely stupid or they are like, yes, this is a hundred percent. He's going to it doesn't matter who we put around him, he's gonna make them better. And we wholeheartedly believe that. So for the three Panthers yeah. fans that exist in the world. I'm kind of like, yeah, it sucks losing a great guy like that, but you've got to feel like you're getting you're getting something absolutely amazing out of this. That's like there were just too many free agent quarterbacks or offer sheet Lamar. Like there were too many things that if you were really that impatient and you wanted something, like you come out and you can go take it with the quarter, the free agent quarterback market right now, and then with the Ravens, like non exclusive franchise tagging Lamar. That just throws in a completely – a whole new wrinkle to the entire quarterback debate. And so that's that's kind of where I fall on it is, like, if if you really wanted a quarterback, they were out there and, like, your guaranteed one was out there and you still chose to give something up to get this. Who I mean, you're telling me – basically what that says is I think he's better than Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, all those guys that are out there. To be had, so which yeah a lot of them have now resolved themselves, so since this trade happened, but a lot
1: of them <laughs> not all of them unfortunately we're st- we still waiting on giant, that really big domino
0: there is one giant piece that we're waiting to fall and we'll we'll get there in just a couple minutes. do you have anything else to say on this bear singer do you want to talk about some of the other news no in the let's, NFL? Let's,
1: let's talk about some of the other free um, agents I think that, that the big, been the big
0: thing from last week as well was Lamar Jackson, like I mentioned, non-exclusive franchise tag, which basically for those of you who do not know what this means, it means that they have franchise tag Lamar. Anyone can put out any other team can put out an offer sheet to Lamar, um, offer him a certain amount of money. And then the Ravens get the opportunity to match that number. Um, or they could have paid, I think, $12 million more overall or something like that to franchise to exclusively franchise tag him they elected to go with the, le- the um a less amount of money so hypothetically any team can swoop in now and take Lamar Jackson the Ravens they do still have the uh, the option to match it which feels weird that i don't think they're going to match i don't think they're going to be able to match if anyone does offer lamar i don't think they'll match it because they weren't willing to pay the extra 6 million dollars or whatever it was to exclusively franchise tag him but this is as a Steelers fan I really thoroughly am enjoying watching the Ravens kind of fall to incompetency is what it looks like I'm gonna miss Lamar if he does leave because he's terrible against the Steelers as I mentioned every time we talk about him um and I just it's this is gonna be once the Rogers domino falls this is gonna be the big one that like you're going to have, I think you'll have a couple teams maybe try. um, And it's, but all the pieces are starting to fall as those teams are narrowing down quite, quite a bit. Quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And I like with this one, this is a soup. This is a very weird one because I don't even know what's going to get that domino to fall with Lamar because you, if, you, if you're looking at, I mean, the way things have gone with him specifically this offseason, I would have expected a quarterback-desperate team seeing a quarterback out there who has a pretty recent MVP and a pretty recent track record of success and who is very athletically gifted like Lamar Jackson to, to to offer him something. And then, like, what – I mean – it's such a tough situation because basically what what you're doing is you're just choosing to negotiate for the Ravens and you're making their job easier if you're doing that because Lamar does not have an agent, so you got to it's it's a hell that process has to be whatever front yeah. office is trying to uh, extend him a qualifying offer or whatever, and, um, or an I offer, mean, offer sheet. I don't know
0: if you're Lamar, like, but yeah, I mean, what, yeah. If you're basically, Lamar, whatever though, contract of gets this.
1: offered is is well. Basically, whatever contract gets it's offered by another team. I mean, the the Ravens are. I, I think it would be pretty crazy to let a, a franchise quarterback walk out the door. So I'm pretty sure that they would match it. So then you've just allowed yourself to do all the negotiating for another NFL team, which is, I, just... I I feel like is a waste. Of, I, a lot of, a lot of teams are going to look at that as a just massive waste of time, which is another reason teams have been but staying away from Lamar
0: yeah I I do agree but also I mean we have we've seen this like we saw it in Cleveland where like these these teams that are terrible are willing to throw absurd amounts of money and like the Ravens what the big thing here is that the Ravens keep showing that they just like they're very open that they do not want to pay him what like, other teams are paying quarterbacks. They do not, like, if you were that certain and you were that willing to pay the guy, they would have fr- exclusively franchise tagged him, is my opinion. Like, they're going to now end up spending more money to get him. Like, I mean, you have teams terrible, like, I know this is a barker sort of thing, but like well, Washington, I, right? I don't like, think
1: he was, he wasn't going to play under an exclusive franchise tag. I think it was a very calculated move on their part, not giving him the exclusive franchise tag because they want other teams to do their negotiating for them.
0: Yeah, but I just—I don't know. I can—I can see it getting out of hand and getting too high for them, where they just can't afford it. And
1: yeah, no, that that's would, and that's definitely the risky run doing that for sure. Like
0: that's what would suck is and and if you're Lamar, you're probably going to a team that's a lot worse than the Ravens. Like you couldn't win with the Ravens, who had a pretty decent defense. Um, and wherever you're going to go is going to be worse than that. So
1: yeah. Well, and here's here's my thing: is like the Ra- the Ravens expect that their expectation every year's championship, especially with the roster that they have right now. Um, That's really pathetic for them
0: and their fan base, yeah. by the
1: way. It's a champ. I, what, what, what part of it is pathetic?
0: That they think that they think oh that they, thi- that they think that they think they can win. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I That's just want to make sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's a real they, they, place. That... They do
1: have that expectation, at least, and I, I can't ever remember seeing a team that is that has championship expectations trading away their best player and who is their quarterback. I, I, I don't remember that ever happening. But this is also We're not the trading, same... not trading away, but just letting him walk away. Even
0: yeah, but they're getting. It, it to doesn't that. happen really in the NFL. There, you also don't see you also don't see them not do anything to keep them and act like yeah it doesn't matter whatever like get the next one i don't know yeah it's it's, it's such a weird it's, it's, it's so, so
1: weird because he's he, he's has a very recent mvp should be in the prime of his career i i i don't understand why he doesn't have an agent at all i i think that has extended this whole process 2 and years further win. than like, what it's he needed. Doesn't like win. he he probably he probably has a huge contract that that would have been negotiated 2 years ago if if he had an agent. Uh, it's just so crazy of him to not do that. I think that's the big
0: thing. And this It's, it's going to be situation. it's going to be insane to see what happens, but like um I the Browns screwed everything up. They ruined they ruined it all by throwing they all did. that money. Yeah. They really ruined all of this. Screw the Browns.
1: Um Oh, and they're restructuring that contract now too. Yes, yes, they are.
0: (laughs) They're already
1: getting (laughs) eaten alive by that. Yeah. So they hate to see it.
0: They've done that. I saw somewhere that it was because it's guaranteed. There was a way that Watson could like quit or whatever, and they would have to keep paying him, and they would have sixteen million dollars in cap space for one of these years for the rest of their team. It was. I saw. I saw TikTok. It was stupid. It was stupid that he could like quit playing, and they would just have nobody. They'd have like they would be. They could only pay people like seventy five thousand dollars to play for the Browns. Um.
1: Oh, dude! So many fans would suit up. Like they would do the the. It's always sunny. Have the whole tryout at, at the Browns Stadium, and just like have the worst, most unathletic Clevelanders. Show up to oh man. I actually now I'm cheering. I'm on the record. I am cheering for a career ending injury for Deshaun Watson this year so that we can see the Browns salary cap go to 16 million dollars. I don't know if it was 16, but it was low. It was low. Who cares? If it's it's even around that, that's (laughs) that's it's low, it's really low.
0: Um, but yeah, and so that that's really that's out of the AFC North and everything. We had a, uh wait, Josh, here? it's okay yeah. for
1: me to cheer for a Deshaun Watson career ending entry, right? That's I think the, so, that's like the one guy it's okay. He's yeah. kind of a scumbag, I, yeah. Okay. a, a um, career ending like hit pointer. I don't know. Just something like, that's nagging that he can't play through ever.
0: Yeah, it would be great. Um yeah. and Derek Carr, he is a New Orleans saint. He's a saint. So now. is Jameis. Again, And so is Jameis, so I'm not really <laughs> sure what's going on over there. But uh, Carr to the Saints, kind of it feels weird, but it feels right all at once where it's just – it to me, it's, he's in the same exact situation as like an outside – like this is not even – I'm not taking into account X's, O's, anything. As the outside fan, Derek Carr to me has always been like he's in the headlines three, four times a year. He has a good game. He has a bad game. He gets memed. He plays in a few primetime games, and you don't really see him that much. Um, and the Steelers just signed Larry Ogunjobi. That's great. Um, sorry, I just got the notification that that happened. But so for hey, me,
1: hey, that's that's the guy who failed his physical last year for the Bears. Yeah. Yep,
0: yeah. and played really well for the Steelers down the stretch. So thank you. And was injured <laughs> like half
1: the year. Thank because but, I mean the. The physical okay, was you, an issue in the end. Yes, he was. But, he was injured.
0: And also, like at the end of and, the year when the games mattered, he played really, really well. Is what I'm talking about.
1: Why would the Bears be wanting to win football games at the end of the year? Did you see? <laughs> did you see what we just got back for the number one pick, Josh? I'm sorry, <laughs> unbelievable. That's that's but, just bad. That's bad general managing right there.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, But anyway, like, yeah, I don't think the Derek Carr situation changes much for the outside world. Like, it's going to be a similar thing. um, And it gives the Saints, I guess, a little bit more security in their quarterback position. They kind of now have a number one quarterback for the first time since Breeze retired. Um, So, hopefully, it, if the NFC is anything like it was last year, this puts the Saints in a great position. Like, Derek Carr in a great position because – you don't have to be great to win in the NFC right now. Like you just, you really, the bar is not that high. Um, so for no, him, that's kind it, of a blow up Like you go from the division that he was in with uh, the Raiders to playing in the NFC. Like I'll, I'll take that. The Bucs are in shambles. Like I mean, you're, you're looking pretty good if you're Derek Carr. You're like, this is kind of, this is kind of nice. Like, yeah.
1: He went, for, he went from the toughest division to probably the easiest division in football. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice career move on on his part. Um, so I guess this is probably the time that we should announce uh, that everybody who has been donating to uh, end bullying in the Las Vegas area, I would switch those donations to the New Orleans area uh, yeah. because Derek Carr is going to pick on little kids there. Mascara is going to be popping – in the dome, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, New Orleans <laughs> is it New, is New is Orleans bad is that we...
1: Uh...
0: <laughs> They're screwed New Orleans if they get is another... Screwed. No, if, well, if they get another Hurricane, they are screwed, because Derek Carr's is not pulling a Drew out. Like, mm, he is not no, going to help no, anybody no, no, out, he out. Will. you get a natural disaster. God forbid.
1: Oh, but. yeah, Derek Carr's is going to have to get the non-tears mascara this time, yeah. because... potential hurricane weather you can't have Mm -hmm. that running um or anything but yeah i mean i like that i i guess i like that signing i i it doesn't really move the needle that much for me it's an upgrade over andy dalton last year and the division has now gotten worse from last year um they could win the division with their car as quarterback. Yeah, I they're mean, not going to win the there... Super Bowl with him as quarterback. No. Yeah,
0: yeah. But if you're sitting there as the Saints, I don't necessarily like you're kind of just like, okay, like, hey, we can get in the playoffs, win the division, and wait for something better because you don't want to go all in on like a like, they were never going to get a Lamar. They're never going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to like do all that. And they weren't going to make trades in the draft and try and draft a quarterback. Um, so it kind of makes sense for them. Like, I don't know. I I feel like there's a lot of fan bases, a lot of teams where if you're like, hey, sign this guy, you'll probably, like, you signed Derek Carr and you're now going to be the best team in your division on paper. Like, okay. I'll take that. Like, I, just, I mean, I, you really just have to be better than the other teams in your division. And if you get into the playoffs, we've seen it time and time again, crazy things can happen where you can maybe win one or two playoff games. Yes, they're not going to win a Super Bowl, but, like, they're gonna get in. Yeah. And but this whole Derek Carr the last couple
1: weeks, their car makes me feel so stupid, Josh. He makes me feel so stupid because I can't I, I I can't possibly look at a team like the Saints who had pretty massive struggles at times last year. They I mean the, their defense is um Kind of been just a shell of itself of the last couple of years. Their secondary is mm-hmm. getting a lot worse. And it's just like there's no Sean Payton there anymore. They just don't feel like the same Saints as before. So I can't look at that team. And this is just like what the Jets were doing with their car. I can't look at this team and see that they added their car and am like, wow, they're so much better than what they were before. Even if Andy Dalton was their last quarterback. I, I'm not sure the gap between Andy Dalton and Derek Carr is massive. No, I, I, like definitely, th- I think it's big. I don't think, I think it's big accurate. enough to get them to win the division. You're you're right about that. I think they can definitely win that division. But I just feel like the value that these teams are placing on Derek Carr, he's making forty million dollars a year in New Orleans, and they have a they have the worst cap situation in the league. I don't know how you can allow yourself to commit 160 million dollars to, yeah. mediocre, to a mediocre quarterback when your cap situation for the next decade could be absolutely screwed by that.
0: Yeah, it and I do I I really feel like we're getting to a point with the cap and everything where it is just teams do not care. There's not as much like there's not focus on the longevity yeah. of these contracts. Like that's just not even it it doesn't even matter it feels like and this is across almost all sports like we saw it with the NHL trade deadline it was huge with that and just but like it's just you give them these insane amounts of like give them an insane amount of money and hey we'll figure it out later and it's kind of what the rams did it was just the rams sort of broke this when they went again they broke the mold and they just traded absolutely all of their assets and went out and got everything they could to go all in for a year and win and now they're just screwed And, but that's kind of becoming the norm in a lot of places. It's just like, yeah, let's sign the, like you're the Browns sign the contract, get him. And now you're a year later, you're restructuring it. I mean, how many times do you think I would argue, I'm going to say this right now, Deshaun Watson's contract is going to get restructured more times than he's going to win a playoff game for the Browns. Like you're going to just, it's just going to be a perpetual restructured once. It's going to be like, it already has been restructured more times, but like, um, <laughs> right now. so like, I just think, I think it's kind of that. That's the mentality right now is like, let's just go out, let's throw as much money at them as possible and figure it out later. And the cap, like, yeah. the cap's going to go up and we'll figure it out. Who cares? It's a right, but it's like, yeah, we'll
1: figure it out, and this could hurt us. But why are we running that risk with Derek, Derek Carr? Carr? That's, yeah, that what's confu- no that's what's confusing me. That's that's what's because the Rams did it. They got they got Matt Stafford. They got yeah. Von Miller. They got Jalen Ramsey. They brought in a bunch of superstars.
0: I think Derek they just Carr felt like they had does do not move
1: something. the needle more than any of those guys. I, 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 that's got to be it. I mean, it's it is New Orleans. New Orleans loves that football team. That I mean. Saints fans are are some of the rowdiest in all of sports, so there, I'm sure there is definitely that expectation of like, I mean we we can't put a loser on the field for these fans. We
0: like let's just yeah we got to do something here.
1: I I don't know if it's the smart move, but it's gonna it's probably the move that keeps your job for a longer time. Yep, I and I that. think
0: this is gonna finally, and I know this has bothered you. This is finally, I think, going to ruin and end the um, the just the adoration everyone kind of has for the Saints and how everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I like the Saints. I like Love seeing it. them Love do that. well. So that's fine. I think that's over with Derek Carr. I really do. I think yeah, it's over. Definitely. He's not, he's not likable. He's not Drew Brees. Like, everyone loved the Drew Brees story. So you were like, yeah, I don't mind seeing the Saints do well, like Katrina, everything. And now I think he's ruined it. Derek Carr. is well, yeah! Once we see the the Hurricane Katrina card, cannot be played by people in <laughs> <of> New Orleans. <laughs> <He> cannot play. <laughs> we have had a tough time.
1: Sorry, you guys have Derek Carr Derek as your quarterback out. now. Can't feel. Yeah, the second we see a video leak of Derek Carr giving a little five year old a wet willy, all that good grace goes away, yeah. guys. Oh. Sorry. Um, I did think about this in the middle of when we we're talking about it. Um, is it bad that we, like, we have literally zero evidence that Derek Carr is a bully and we just bully him by calling him a bully? Yeah. Is that, it's is really that bad, bad for us? because or... I'm
0: pretty sure there's a lot of evidence saying that he's actually like a decent person. Um, so <laughs> I, I, we're just doing this. What really sucks we are strictly is he just kind of looks. Based on what he looks like. He, yeah. We he, just profiled 100%, him. 100%.
1: He looked like Sid. He looked like Sid from, from Toy to- Story. Yes. Okay. And that and that's dude all I need. is a big jerk. It. He tears it apart his sister's it. toys. Yeah. Ran with yeah, it. Yeah, who and would do that? Unfortunately.
0: Who, who who would ever tear apart their sister's toys? That is a disgusting move. Der- <laughs> he should be punished. I cannot believe if anyone has ever done anything insane like that, like, I don't know, dismember Barbie dolls, you should be in jail. I... We... We on I this was podcast trying, would never. We would never.
1: Just I was we would never I was trying that. to keep them together. You were the one we, holding on to the would, end that got pulled apart, I think. Would, so I don't know. Would, I don't know.
0: We would never do something <laughs> like that.
1: Ever. I think they were my Barbie dolls, actually. So nice try, Josh. Uh but yeah, it did, to be and also to be fair to us, we labeled Derek Carr first. And then yeah. he started doing good things. So it seems awfully <laughs> suspicious. You know, maybe there was a bad reputation there to begin with. Uh, so he, he became a nice person very recently, yeah. it seems like. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. So so that's that. And, um, and you know what? I've never – I've. I've all, every time I see Derek Carr doing something good, it's always in front of a camera. Crazy that I never see him do anything good without a camera.
0: Yeah, it seems like he only name. does
1: it for the cameras. I don't know. That's I don't know. Call me crazy. So That's crazy.
0: <laughs> but yeah. now let's go to Monday. Free agency opened, and it's not disappointed. We're probably going to forget a couple moves or not touch on all of them, so apologize there. <laughs> the biggest...
1: Real quick, Josh, just to cut you off. Yeah. Just to interrupt you really bad. We're going to forget 90% of the moves. Yeah. Just so the you biggest know.
0: one. The biggest story is Patrick Peterson. Um...
1: (laughs) What a a clown post. Clown post, my friend. That was bold of him.
0: There is is just (laughs) This should be your tweet of the week, Josh. What are you doing? It it is my tweet of the week, and I'm going to get to it now. But, like, it it is one of the reasons that I absolutely love the city of Pittsburgh, and I love all the elements on it. So Patrick Peterson, Steelers, Stein. Well, first... First, they let uh they let Cam Sutton sign with the the Lions. So Steelers Twitter is already in shambles, and they're like, "This is terrible. They've done they, this is it's over. It's over. It's completely over." Then they go sign Patrick Peterson, and then there's a bunch of people being like, "He's too old." And then there's all the people that are like, "Well, Mel Blount had two great years when he was over the age of whatever Peterson's age is." And so they come out, and then it, it's a, it's all finally released. The waters have kind of cooled down. And then Patrick Peterson's so excited to be in Pittsburgh, he drops his Photoshop. <laughs> yes. And I, for those of you who don't understand how these Photoshop's work, let me enlighten you a little bit. What they do is they take the jersey of the, the team he plays in with that jersey's font and everything, and they just switch out the colors and they change the, like, stripes on the sleeves. So they, they don't really do a full thing. they just kind of changing colors, um, doing some mapping and everything. He wears number seven for the Vikings. If you don't know where this is going, you're you're an idiot. He didn't change the number on his jersey, <laughs> released a post about being excited to play for the Steelers, and everyone collectively lost their mind. Now there's the people like I see it and I'm like I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he's not gonna I'm like, he's not gonna wear seven on the Steelers. Like, but that's kind of a tough look for him doing that. Like recency bias. And then there are the people genuinely upset about it. And then there's everyone being like, it's so stupid and so insane that there's all these people wasting time complaining about the fact that he had number seven in this post. And, like, so we're just going in circles with everyone complaining about everything. He finally released, he's like, you guys, he released it. He, like, uh, replied to his tweet, and he's like, okay, I get it. I'm not going to be number seven on the Steelers. Like, you can all relax now. I was just happy to be in yeah. Pittsburgh, you know? It's I'm just, just happy a to...
1: Photoshop.
0: <laughs> I'm just happy to be on your team. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I do think this is one of those, like, welcome. This is a huge welcome to Pittsburgh moment for him. Um, Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Let... you let this... him do this again. He this probably is one of the most welcome number.
1: to Pittsburgh stories I've <laughs> like, heard, honestly.
0: <laughs> like, you do that Photoshop over, you probably change the number. But it, it's just people in Pittsburgh love things like that. They love getting upset about it, and I don't think there's a chance that Big Ben like even saw that and was and cared. There's no way Ben cared because no. Guess what? He gets it. Yeah, no one's gonna come into Pittsburgh and try and wear number seven right now. That's that's so stupid. <laughs> what,
1: what I also love is there were
0: there were replies
1: about the font too, which I think is even less of a like. It yeah. matters w- way, 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 way less. Um, but NFL fans are crazy about literally everything. They will notice like the font differences. And I know that because the Bears and the Steelers are the only two with those like rounded number sort of mm-hmm. fonts still uh, that with that design. So Bears and Steelers fans, some we got in common, very particular about their yes. jersey font numbers too.
0: Yeah, I notice I, I like I notice all of these things, but then you also have to have the well yeah, he just it's just a post saying he's excited to be in Pittsburgh. And it's super funny to me, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Like, I just I would I would genuinely be upset if he did, like if the Steelers let him wear number seven, especially this close. I think it's kind of ridiculous the retiring numbers in sports I think is It's gotten out of hand in some cases, but, like, again, if anyone legitimately thought, and there are people, which is so sad, if you legitimately thought he, for even a second, was like, yeah, the Steelers will give me seven, like, I'm going to be number seven on the seat, like, no, you don't. The dude's just so excited to be in your city, he released a Photoshop of him in your jersey instead of just doing a regular tweet saying, like, can't wait to get to work and then waiting till he gets his number and then posting a picture in the jersey. He was just so excited to yeah. come to Pittsburgh and be out of Minnesota. That's how I look at it. Um, I don't, I don't know. Th- that's that's <laughs> probably
1: was... exactly what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> like... Unfortunately, it was not like the... yeah. I mean, yeah. He'll, not he'll learn – this, is how, this right is how right the ben Steelers Robbins fans Turner. are up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you, Ben. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh let's talk about some other free agent signings we had. Yeah. Um or just some other moves. Uh Javon Hargrave has gone from the Philadelphia Eagles to the San Francisco forty ers He was this probably is, the biggest free agent signing, defensive tackle.
0: this uh, is one that stacks.
1: makes – he was a part of that in This
0: one makes me sick. The fact that the Steelers just let him walk without even trying, like three years ago, still Mm. makes me so sick. It just, and and, like this is one that, like, thank God they went out and did something to solidify a spot because they let Cam Sutton walk too, and I was like, oh my God, this is Hargrave all over again. And they, but they went out. Kudos to them. They went out and made a trade. But yeah, Hargrave, that's that. He was the big. He was the big one. He is. An absolute dog. He's a stud. He's so good. Yeah, he's and, and, so good.
1: And I mean, like that—that that Eagles defensive line is insane, and he's a big part of that. They're still, and the Eagles. I mean, they—they they, they had tons of weapons on defense, and they'll still have a ton, yeah. but it, it, it's a lot thinner this this next season than what it was last year. Uh, but you look at San Francisco now, and uh, what a pickup that is, because. They've had the linebackers. They have the secondary. They honestly have had the defensive line. Um, but mm-hmm. a good defensive tackle is something that they have been missing to go along with, uh, with. Uh, I think it's yeah, it's Nick Bosa over there. Um, so, yeah, they're going to get after quarterbacks. That was already the best defense. Arguably, the Eagles had the best defense. But you're just switching one guy from the either the first best defense or the second best defense yeah. to either the first best de- defense or the second best defense. So, uh, love that pickup. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a no-brainer. I think it's also one of those situations where uh, a lot of teams were going after him. I I would be surprised if the Bears didn't have interest in him. And I, I the the offer for him was four years, $80 million, I think $50 million guaranteed. A lot of teams could have matched that. I think he wanted to go to a winner in San Francisco yeah. is that, and they're going to be right back in the playoffs next year. So it's going to be a scary defense another year in a row.
0: Yeah, and it's – like that it, it's going to be it, it's going to be interesting it's going to be fun to watch this defense unless you have to play against them like god yeah looking at the NFC and where they're at i mean San Francisco just keeps putting themselves in just amazing positions they they've got to <laughs> well, be licking and your what chops about that first. other
1: San Francisco move Josh
0: that they uh, had another big move Sam Darnold yeah How do you like that um didn't even think that much thoughts? of it. Um, my thoughts are, <laughs> yeah. my thoughts are, they were consciously thinking about who their third string quarterback was this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my thought. <laughs> is We've... is we have seen this before, where we need three quarterbacks. Um, let's go get dark. Because I mean, what are, they, what are
1: they going to do with the fourth quarterback spot? They got down to that last year. Yeah. That's where things went awry. This is a like. rare.
0: This is a rare move to strictly upgrade the third quarterback position. Third quarterback. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Trey Lance is going to be back next year. He's still on. he's yeah. only going
1: to be his third year on his rookie deal.
0: Brock Purdy's on Verde. his rookie
1: deal, second year of it. Yeah. It, I mean, so I know the starting quarterback is not going to be Sam Darnold. That is no. indeed he is third. He is brought in to be the third. But it's third a great move because, but yeah, it could very so well get to that guy. It has, the Forty Nineers are going.
0: Years. All the Forty ers needed to do was just pl- put in the tapes of all their quarterbacks getting hurt and going. We would have been in the Super Bowl if you were on the team. Do you want to be a Super Bowl quarterback? And he just has to say yes, and then. <laughs> They're not yeah. like, and if you're Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, there's a good chance you win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah you're not going to do anything, but there's a really yeah. good chance that you can be like,
1: yeah, no, I'm be a no, Super Bowl Josh, champion. no, you Josh. There's anything. a great, there's a great <laughs> chance he does something too. That's the that's yes. the crazy thing about that. It, yeah, he's not going to do anything. No, he could definitely do something. He could be the starting quarterback for most of the season for them very easily because. Those guys cannot stay healthy,
0: and I would say actually, I would say there's he a better would chance be
1: second string this he'll he'll be second string to start the year because Brock Purdy is coming off yeah. of a UCL tear.
0: I would say there's a better chance Sam Darnold plays in a Super Bowl for the Forty ers than him playing a large amount of the regular season for the Forty ers uh, Yeah, but... I would say.
1: There... <laughs> I'd say there's a better chance of Sam Darnold playing in a Super Bowl for the 49ers than there is Sam Darnold playing in a playoff game for any other for NFL any other franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's just uh, great. It, it's a very funny move. The more you think about it, it gets even better, where it's just like, yep, we got burned last year. We're going to fix this issue. Like, I love it. I love yeah. it. So and. and- I've also seen enough
1: Sam Darnold and seen enough Kyle Shanahan guys to know, and I know this for a fact, that Kyle Shanahan, assuming Sam Darnold stays healthy, could turn him into a Hall of Fame quarterback if he just wanted to, which he he won't want to because he's still going to be sitting there third string. But while Uh, he's bored, he's going to draw a place for him. Yeah. What other moves did we have, uh, Josh? Um, Darren Waller got traded. Yeah, he got traded from the Raiders to the to the Giants. Given yep. Danny Jim, Dimes, who got Jimmy his G. big extension, another yeah. weapon. Jimmy G's a Raider. Jimmy G, how do you feel about that one? Because it's Same. for me, it, it it's the only place that he's had like legit, real. Success, like he had success in San Francisco, obviously has a bunch of wins there and made it to a yeah. Super Bowl even. But this is the – when he was with the Patriots and Josh McDaniels, he actually looked like a really yeah. good quarterback, like a Pro Bowl I think, quarterback. I think and it's a good move. Maybe, that, I think maybe he can get, get back that magic?
0: I don't know that he will. I think it's a good move for him. He just needed to get out of this 49ers, like, thing, and now he can actually go in. There's less – less distractions for him because he doesn't have to try and juggle all of these, like, Oh, where's he going to fall on the quarterback depth chart? What's going to happen? You got these young stars. Wow. Like he finally can kind of shut out some of the noise and just he'll be with the Raiders. I feel like people will kind of forget he's there a little bit and then he'll do his thing. Yeah. It sucks for him that he's going to have to go into the the toughest division in the NFL. That's the biggest drawback and you're losing possibly some weapons um so that's, so uh
1: do you think that this means that the raiders are not going to trade a quarterback because I still think they can I think they could I think so yeah i think they just who do they, you think who do you, you think they would go after
0: i don't know i i really don't know i do know like they wanted the security and now this gives them it, it it's kind of in a way, it's a more secure version of what the Steelers did with Mitch last year, where it was like, okay, let's go get a guy that we know can play, and then if the pieces fall, we'll replace him. And the Steelers, sorry, I thought you said replacing. a, more, like a, like a more
1: secure version. Yeah, it's a, more or secure. A less secure version. No, it's more secure. Uh, no, wait. No, because that doesn't because make Jimmy, sense. Because Jimmy to G
0: is better than Mitch, and the Steelers knew they were going the entire time.
1: See, I thought you were just misspeaking there on accident for a second, but now I know you're definitely confused because you did just say, or maybe did you say that by accident as well, that Jimmy G is better than Mitch? Because that doesn't sound serious.
0: No, Jimmy G is better than Mitch.
1: Okay, man. (laughs) So so now you know... Josh's football expertise on this show uh that's a little bit concerning. But yeah, I do I uh, think this was me. just
0: a move that they made to they I know they have like a I'm quarterback that idiot. that is um, I didn't say at best I heard you but I'm ignoring it cuz I'm a bigger person. Um at that <laughs> like at best it's an upgrade that's over Derek Carr at worst you are Derek Carr's ceiling is how I view this. Like you didn't yeah. You didn't get worse. <laughs> you might not have gotten they, better, they, but you didn't get worse. I, they, at the quarterback. They didn't position. get
1: better. I, I think I could say without a shadow of a doubt, they just, it was a net neutral move. Uh, I think which quarter, is as, why Why are they trying to... I, I guess it does make sense to force Derek Carr out of there just to save some money. Because, yeah, Jimmy G is, is Derek Carr. Jimmy G mm-hmm. does pick on kids as well, probably, too. He's... He does seem like someone who uh, no we're, we're not does. gonna put the bully tag on another person. No, i we're, think we're not gonna put the Jimmy bully G tag just on another ignores person. Derek Carr is the only bully in the NFL.
0: Jimmy G just handsome. ignores him. He doesn't everyone. have to, he he doesn't he have to doesn't concern like, himself with that. He those doesn't people. go seek out people to be mean. Derek Carr seeks them out. Jimmy G just is rude. Yeah. And won't talk it, to As him. someone who
1: who knows what it's like to be as attractive as Jimmy G. We don't de- we don't really associate ourselves with the Uggos, but we don't we're not mean to the Uggos either. We just don't no. even acknowledge them as people. That's
0: so exactly. That's kind of that's probably what example. Jimmy G does too. What? Yeah, take me on this podcast for example.
1: Yeah, I just don't listen to Uggos like Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. This is, so but- if you're wondering why Josh says something. And then I have to contradict him or just disagree, even though he did definitely just agree with me. It's because I don't listen to him because he's a uggo.
0: All right. So now I think it's about time, Kellen, we get into uh, what I would say is probably the biggest, the biggest free agent news that just got another wrinkle into it mere minutes, mere minutes ago. We might be nearing an answer, but Aaron Rodgers – has now last week to set the scene. If you have not been following this whole saga, basically he wants attention. Um, he's trying to get as much attention as possible while still saying he doesn't want attention. It's that whole South Park thing they did with uh, the the royal family. Very very funny. Um, but basically, he's just he doesn't want attention, but he's trying to get as much attention as possible for not wanting attention. So anyway, last week it's leaked. By a source that Aaron Rodgers is going to go – or that they have, like, all the trade pieces in for the for Rodgers to go to the Jets. They're just waiting on Rodgers to decide what he wants to do with his football future because people do keep forgetting that he has not even said if he's going to play football again next year. So that comes out. And then there were – then I think it was Schefter came out and was like, there's nothing – There's nothing in place. Or maybe it was the Jets organization was like, yeah, there's actually nothing in place. Like, don't worry about it. Then Trey Wingo yesterday comes out and says that it's basically, again, right? Like, the pieces are all there. It's all been figured out. He's getting dealt to the Jets, just pending him saying he's going to play football again next year. And then today we keep getting all of these um, reports that, Rodgers has a wish list of players. He's trying to play GM, trying to get all these people over to the Jets. And now, a few minutes ago, because he doesn't want any attention, Aaron Rodgers announced at 1 p.m. tomorrow, Wednesday, he's going on the Pat McAfee show to say something. He doesn't go on the Pat McAfee show on Wednesdays. So he is now going to come out and make a public statement tomorrow, and there is 0% chance he's going to enlighten anyone on what his actual decision is tomorrow at 1 p.m. So we are not getting a decision, but we're going to get some more cryptic stuff tomorrow 1 p.m. on the Pat McAfee show. This is just – it's going to be insane. Like it, it is already insane. I'm so sick of it. He is doing everything for all of this attention. And we've talked about Aaron Rodgers in this trade for the last week, and nothing's actually happened. So I know you definitely have some thoughts. I've congratulated you now twice on him getting traded. He has yet to get traded. But, like, what are your overall thoughts? And then the whole Pat McAfee wrinkle just, there's no way that he's actually, like, telling everyone tomorrow what his decision is.
1: Yeah. Right? My my thoughts are, I I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. He's he is a little he's a little slutty slut for attention. All he needs is the cameras on him at all times. Talk about how we only see Derek Carr doing nice things in front of the camera. I only see Aaron Rodgers doing mean things in front of the camera. Maybe he's a nice guy. The other two percent of the time he's not behind a camera, but he always needs in front of him. He's he's a jerk. He said he started this free agency. Started the whole thing off by saying, I do not want to hold the Packers hostage. Well, idiot, you're holding two franchises hostage now. Not one. You're holding another franchise that you don't even play for. And you want to be the GM of a franchise you you don't even play for. You haven't even decided if you want to play football or not, yet you have a list of demands to play football if you're going to even join this team over here in New York. Yeah. Also, the Jets... The Jets the Jets is there a more pathetic organization to let themselves be just dummied by this dude for weeks on end only for him to say I might say something kind of cryptic on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow like these these are professionals these guys the GM has probably worked 40 years to get to the spot where he is and now he's got to tune in to some rinky dink YouTube show yeah. to hear about this guy who okay, loves uh, doing drugs okay, and see on, what, wait, what decision wait, hey. this guy has come to.
0: Yeah. really. Do not call. Don't call Pat McAfee a rinky dink YouTube show.
1: I hate Pat Mac-, Mac. I I don't like Pat McAfee at all. I he I is him. a part of the Aaron Rodgers problem. Okay, he no, is.
0: I he, he is, is, is from, adding fuel to the to the Aaron Rodgers fire. my hometown. He's from my hometown. Do not speak ill about him. I respect his grind, okay? Sean Kemp, I respect him.
1: Sean, Sean Kemp is from my hometown, Elkhart, Indiana, and he just got uh, accused with a hit and run. So uh, <laughs> I could say mean things about people from my hometown.
0: Hmm. I'm not going to uh, say something maybe mean should, about maybe should... I'm not calling. I. It, it's just <laughs> ignorant to call it a rinky-dink YouTube show. <laughs> like
1: just... Compared to ours, it is <laughs> rinky-dink, my friend. It is the nothing... dinkiest of the rinks.
0: <laughs> Like you don't have to like him, I totally get it, but like rinky dink i I disagree anyway it <laughs> continue. It, it
1: is uh, it is not a brand, it's not Nike, it's not Facebook, it's rinky dink, okay, sorry <laughs> that's if if you're if you're not if you're not Nike, you're not Facebook, you're not Google, you're not apple or Amazon, you're rinky dink, you're rinky dink. yeah, okay. sorry, sorry twitter, sorry or or if, if you're not totally unbiased sports either, uh yeah, so, but yeah, um, screw Aaron Rodgers, screw Pat McAfee. Sorry, I didn't need to do that again. I didn't need to do that. That was unnecessary.
0: But yeah, it screw
1: was. Aaron Rodgers. This guy is is I, I, he is so pretentious. He is the fakest person ever. I and it just it does bother me a lot that pe that these franchises are like willing to jump through ho- hoops for this guy who who doesn't even care about like your team, your fans. And he, he has no, he has no relationship with, with the Jets whatsoever. He's never had a relationship. And now, he and now he wants all this stuff from them. Who who are you to ask for that? You, you're a good quarterback who just had the worst year of your career. I, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I don't think your demand is as high as what you think it okay. is because, Guess how many teams are in on you right now? One, and not even the team that has you under contract is one of those teams. Okay, It's the Jets, and that's it. And the Packers are hoping you say something so that they can start doing something in free agency because they can't. They can't do anything right now, which is also great. I do appreciate that.
0: But at the exact same time, the Jets make the playoffs if they have literally anyone else at quarterback other than their options last year. So for them, they're looking at being a playoff team. Yeah, and, and the Jets defense. also
1: did. The Jets also did say that we could make Derek Carr a Hall of Fame, a first ballot, a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. They're yeah. confident in the pieces that they have around him. That's why I like. I don't know why you're so focused on Aaron Rodgers when apparently you could have had first ballot Hall of Fame or Derek Carr. Just say you could have had that. Derek Carr uh, didn't
0: want to go there. Rodgers yeah, wants maybe to go he there. didn't. And you a- know, and you need to, but, Go ahead. You need to like enjoy these last moments because it's not gonna. When he's gone and he's not on Green Bay, this will not be as much fun for you. I am telling you that, out of experience, you think it's going to be the greatest thing ever, and it it is a relief. You will never get that feeling back ever again. You will never be able to experience the same amount of hatred and disdain for the person when they are not wearing when he's not wearing a packers jersey it just it's, it's impossible I, I know that and here's you're the thing is you're going to be so is, happy it's th- over you're going to miss him though you're going to miss him you're going to end I'm up not I'm not going to
1: miss him i'm not going to miss him
0: at all i'm not going to miss of him, you him been, and, you're but, but you think about him so him. much you are going to think about him so much
1: we, of course, I am. I already think about him all the time. He's it's bad. It's bad how much I probably you're think really, about Aaron Rodgers more than any other athlete. You're it's really bad. gonna miss.
0: He's, you're really gonna miss his
1: strength. But Josh, you think I'm not? You, you said like you're, you're gonna you're gonna like miss this. You think I'm not enjoying it right now? I get to blast Aaron Rodgers, and he, and he's always in the conversation. He's always in the topic. Yeah, it's always but, it's always on. Like
0: but he's no, always relevant
1: always, right now. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying being as mean to him as possible because he deserves all of this. He's just I'm the worst say- human being that's
0: ever lived. And I'm not saying that. And, Josh,
1: you're crazy. You, you're you a crazy man for thinking that I'm going to miss him when he's not on the Packers anymore. That When you he's will. on the Packers, no, no, no. Do you miss you Tom will. Brady not being on the Patriots? You Do you miss will. that?
0: I, is that, is that, I, in a way, you do. You, I'm no, telling you, no. you end up because it's not the same, and you can never like you can never fully hate him as much as you. Like I'm telling you this out of experience. I you don't need to hate. I, I cannot. <laughs> it, I miss is, hating Tom Brady where as much as I hate him. But I this is
1: where it. we're 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 wired just a little bit differently here, Josh. You just run wait.
0: You just your, wait.
1: Hate is your coffee, man. You run off that but for me just i don't wait. need that in my life i'm am a, You're I'm a pacifist man i well, i don't hate anything when the packers, even, i've never said i've i hate anything in my entire life you I've just said, said you
0: hated Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> i also said i hated
1: no. Pat McAfee and i don't like, even hate him
0: <laughs> like i'm telling you it's going to be so much so much different and when inevitably it's going to be worse for you now if the packers beat the bears it's going to be almost in a way worse because now you won't just be able to yell at Aaron Rodgers and be like, I hate him. He's so good. Now you're going to be like, now the Packers on paper are an inferior franchise and they're still beating us. This is just – this is I, miserable. I'm, you're going to miss him. In in a weird way, you will end up missing him on the Packers at some point. I promise you that. I promise you it will happen.
1: No, I, I actually have thought I- – I have thought of that because I do remember a couple years ago when Rodgers was hurt, they they brought in Brett Huntley as their starting quarterback, and Brett Huntley is really bad, and Brett Huntley beat the Bears, and that one hurt really bad. That loss was – it it is different. It it is – I understand what you're saying now. It is nice having that scapegoat, just that guy, like that one thing, like – The Packers, I can focus a lot of hatred to that one franchise. But then, like, it's like you start focusing it even more onto just one player of that franchise. It's just like holding a magnifying glass over an ant and watching it burn. There is a level of satisfaction to it that – I don't know where I'm I don't know where I'm gonna get it, but I am a sports fan and I will continue to be a a diehard fan of all my teams and I will find another avenue for that hatred. I promise you that. That is my promise. Well if history if history tells us anything. I will hate. I will
0: hate if if history tells us anything, it's that the Packers will have another Hall of Fame quarterback in line. Yeah, to so don't say that. Years. Don't do
1: that. <laughs> it, it, it could be Jordan Love, which sucks. I could already know the next culprit, but, but yeah, I mean, just, I've, I've said losing, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times if Jordan Love is a Hall of Fame quarterback amending my life. So just, you, I don't want like, to, but I just have just to.
0: Lose, you just lose an angle. You, you're you gonna unfortunately, you're just gonna have one less thing that you can attack Packers fans for. You, you won't be able to tell them their quarterback's a scumbag for at least like a month. Okay, so,
1: but I don't. I don't foresee Packers fans not being morbidly obese anytime soon. So I still no, have that. Yeah, arrow I'm in my just. Favorite. I don't
0: want you to become one-dimensional here. That's my fear is that you're going to become one-dimensional and you're only going to have their weight to use against them.
1: My whole thing is being one-dimensional. I've been recycling the same like five jokes <laughs> yeah. since we started uh-huh. this show like two years ago.
0: I, yeah, I know. <laughs> 123 episodes ago. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how how long ago do we call Derek Carr bully, and we still have not found a new slant on that. it? Was bully and mascara? We we. we. I mean, me. I, uh, this is a, this is team effort here, Josh. We, we, we I join in. I do join in on that. A lot. One. Yeah, I,
0: you yeah. bury it. Sounds
1: fun. <laughs> well, let's uh let here next week we're gonna come. We're we're both gonna no, come to the no. show. With a list of ten new ways to make fun of ten new athletes. Okay. <laughs> that's the that's the totally unbiased promise that we never break. We, Josh, we. Uh any well, other Dalton free agency got news. Signed,
0: yeah, Andy Dalton just got signed by the Panthers. So <laughs> <laughs> The Panthers are just they're just too
1: Years behind whatever the Bears are doing. That's exactly what they are.
0: And the Colts are releasing that, Ryan.
1: Oh, that's the shocker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the Colts would love to go the veteran quarterback route again.
0: Uh, They're
1: definitely going to be drafting a quarterback this upcoming uh, NFL draft. Uh, But do you want to talk about March Madness a little bit here, Josh? We did have Um. the brackets get released.
0: Yeah, we, we can definitely talk about March Madness for a little bit. Uh basically what it comes down to is let me summarize everything that we're going to probably spend at least 20 minutes talking on. Um it will we we'll, we're going to end up on the consensus of pick got screwed if they they should they should be the 11 seed. We're
1: we're going to come to that consensus together.
0: You don't you you're telling me that Pitt should not be the eleven seed. You Do you want to be you? an eleventh
1: seed? That's a play in game.
0: Like well, no, they should be they shouldn't they should have jumped NC State. They should not be the eleventh seed. Uh. They beat them. Gotcha. But anyway, um, and then and then we're gonna end up on Baylor's the greatest basketball team ever and they're gonna win the national championship.
1: We could start there. It's probably we could start where there we're gonna get
0: want. it's probably where we're gonna get to. <laughs> um if so you can skip forward probably five to ten minutes now if you don't want to listen to how we get there. But those are the two things that we're probably going to beat to death during this segment. But Kellen, why don't you go ahead and talk to talk to me about this bracket oh. and what I should be watching Sorry. for here?
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's a good uh, it's a good field. This it, yeah, I'll uh, I'll highlight some matchups. I I myself have not. Taking a huge look at the uh, bracket yet. I mean, it's so it's a very even field this year. I have no idea who the national champ is. There's probably a couple, t- it's the same thing every year. A couple teams can win, but I, I think there's going to be a lot of early round upsets. Um, looking like the easiest region right now is probably the south, which is Baylor's region. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tough region, I would say, is over there. I actually think. I actually think the East is really tough with with Duke. I mean, Duke and Oral Roberts is a 5-12 game. Like, Oral Roberts has probably been one of the best mid-major teams all year. And then to get matched up with Duke is so unfortunate for them because I think Duke can make a Final Four run, at least. Purdue is the one seed in that region. Purdue is a team, I I, like, I, I love everything they've done this year. But I could see them getting upset real easily because in the second round they could get matched up with Memphis or FAU. Um mm-hmm. FAU's a really experienced team. And the reason I don't like either of those matchups is Purdue has one great player in Zach Eady, and then a bunch of young guys. And what I mean the recipes out there to, to beat Purdue now, and it's you full court press, yep. you you play very physical, all ninety feet up court. With Zach Eadie, uh, you try to get away with as many fouls as you can running with him up court. And then you just ball pressure these young guards that they have. Memphis is a very athletic team that can do that. They're also young and inexperienced like those Purdue guards, so that, that could be an edge for Purdue. But if FAU mm-hmm. wins that game, that I mean, that it does spell trouble. you got Tennessee in that region, Kentucky, K-State, Marquette. Marquette finished the year incredible. Uh, they, I mean, they they won easily in the Big East Championship. Uh, they had a great win against UConn in the semifinals. But uh, I guess uh, the last matchup that I would be looking forward to, if if it does happen, would be in the second round. Could get Illinois and Kansas. Could be a little bit of revenge for Bill Self leaving Illinois all mm-hmm. those years ago um, and going for and going to Kansas. Which the domino effect that roy williams caused by leaving kansas for north carolina is actually insane like what's happened in college basketball like the way that that changed the landscape so it it, that's going to take you all the way back to early 2000s big things to look out for is um we don't have any more jim bayheim in college basketball looks like so this could be the last couple runs that you see for tom Izzo. And Iona is in the tournament, so Rick yep. Pitino as well. You got to cherish those guys, whether you like them or not. They are massive college basketball per- personalities, and mm-hmm. it's built around these coaches. We're not going to have them around much longer. Uh, but that's I, that's, I guess, my breakdown of what the bracket looks like. The teams that I like are Baylor. I like Baylor a lot, yep. and I think Baylor wins the national championship. Got in my final four. I got Baylor. I have Duke. Uh, Josh, do you have a final four, by the way? I have UConn. No, not yet. Because I refuse to pick Kansas. and Or no, I have Illinois, not UConn. Um, and I have Houston. So nice. that's my final four. Uh, uh, like I said, a lot of teams I uh, can do well. I still uh, – you can pick one of those Pac-12 teams too. Arizona and UCLA are both very good. Uh, my issue is, is like, they've basically been playing in – UCLA is uh, hurt. The w- too hurt. U- U- UCLA is a little banged up right now. Uh, but – they the Pac-12 is basically the the whack which, yeah. can, like, which Gonzaga and St. Mary's play in. The level of competition in the whack might have been better than the level of competition in the Pac-12 this year. Yeah. So and like when, if you if, if you've ever been a guy, little... you, yeah, yeah, if you've ever been a guy that's been concerned about Gonzaga never playing enough good teams leading into the tournament, the Pac-12 He's might seven. be worse. So yeah. be concerned about that if that's something that you focus yeah. on.
0: And when we say a little banged up we mean one of their best players Taurus Achilles. Yes. Um, that's that, that is what a little banged up means. A little, up little means. banged
1: up that's, that's uh... what a little
0: banged up means. Going into this. I, um yeah never my, know my play thing on that. My things on it are pitch should not be in a playing game. They should be the 11th seed in the south. Um they beat at they beat NC State. They finish higher than NC State in the ACC standings. They beat them head to head in their building. And they still get ranked below them. Blows my mind. Um, don't like that. I'm all on the pit bandwagon here. We got Mississippi State. Um, so we'll will have to we'll we'll have to see how that goes. We got them in the playing game. Um, Purdue. There is no way they make it out of this weekend. That is my prediction. I. It's not so bold because I think a lot of people are on that. But there's just not a chance Purdue makes it out of this weekend. They're gonna choke. Um, it's gonna be funny for me. I could. I feel like Michigan State will probably make the Gosh, Sweet where 16. Is your
1: Where does your disdain for Purdue come from?
0: They're just annoying. Like, <laughs> it's just, they're that's, just kind of annoying. They just annoy me. I, I have nothing I've against them. I've
1: definitely asked you that question, and that's definitely the exact same answer you gave like,
0: me before. So, I have nothing at least you're against them about it. it. Like, I have nothing against them. They just kind of are annoying. It's just, yeah, whatever like they're there. like i i really don't mind them in any way shape or form i just i just kind of think they're gonna they're gonna choke and it it is what it is i can't but like i don't know i can see michigan state possibly they're probably mixed sweet 16 they it's it's semi-favorable for them just you know january that, february is though you know that's how it yeah, goes it's what happens it's gonna be weird watching duke that's another one um no, Coach K is going to be a little bit weird. Like I said, like we're going to – like like I said with Aaron Rodgers, you miss the evils. You spend forever hating him, and now it's just not the same now that he's gone. Um, and North Carolina not being in it feels very, very weird, uh, even though – No, uh, North Carolina
1: misses a lot. I mean, they've missed like a couple of times in my lifetime now it's at this still, point.
0: It still feels weird. Like they're just wanting Overrated. Kind of, especially since, you know – how last year went for them. It's kind of shocking that they're not in the tournament at all. But it's, it's, it I don't should be that. like, like you, like you said, though, it should be a pretty, there's a lot of parity here. Um, it should be a decent tournament. And I think the biggest thing to keep yeah, in mind some good,
1: s- s- some really good mid majors because, yeah, like, what. Well, what happens every year with uh, with mid majors is you have these really fun teams um, throughout the year, and you're hoping that they win their conference tournament or at least get that out large at large bid, and they never get that large bid, so they need to win the conference tournament. A lot yeah. of the a lot of the mid major teams won their conference tournaments this year. The fun ones did, like Charleston, Kent yeah. State, Oral Roberts. So get excited for those games. I, I love a, a mid major that, that you've followed the whole year. And st- and follows through on the big stage when their conference tournament rolls around uh, gives me a lot more confidence in them heading into the tournament. I don't know if there's any data to back that up. There probably I could probably look it up pretty easily if you want the how there, to. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, there's data. There's data to back that up. Uh, I'll just say it. There probably is. So yeah, pick them to win at least uh, their first game. Maybe not make it to weekend two, but I I, I guarantee you uh, one of those teams will. That's my bold take is that okay. there will be an upset. Yeah.
0: Perfect. And last thing I have on this, it's we've we'll established... Talk, we went... we... Yeah. Sorry.
1: We've I was holding an you. I'm sorry.
0: We've established this won't happen. But give me where, because you can't have nice things, where does Baylor lose if they lose and to who?
1: Yeah. I mean, so I, I really like... Uh, the first first couple matchups for Baylor, like, I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about UC Santa Barbara, which means uh, yeah, they're, it's probably going to be there. Um, and then <laughs> beyond that, Creighton, uh, that yeah. is a very favorable matchup for Baylor because, I mean, they're they're a team that plays very similar to Baylor, and that they need to be making shots. They won't get tons of rebounds. Uh, they need to take care of the basketball, but they do that a lot of the time, and that's why they're very mm-hmm. good. But Baylor does that at a better level than Creighton does. Yeah. So that's why I – like, none none of their – like, none of Creighton's strengths are directly in combat – or combating Baylor's weaknesses. So that's why I like that matchup. Uh, Then it would be – I mean, Arizona would be a tough matchup. That would be where they would slip up. Bam is a good team, but they're young. And, I mean, it's just those those top – Two seeds in the in the region are the only teams I'm really concerned about. Virginia's not bad, but they're inconsistent. They remind me a lot of Baylor. Virginia would give Baylor some problems if they do meet in the uh, – I think it would be in the Elite Eight Would mm-hmm. is when they would meet. But mm-hmm. they would give Baylor problems just because of Bennett ball. They rebound well. They play good defense. They guard the perimeter really well, which is where Baylor gets a lot of their shots from. Uh, but – I mean, the, I, I said the South is probably the easiest region, and that's that's the region Baylor got a draw in, and um, I'm very very pleased with that. So, drink the Baylor Kool Aid right now if you uh, if you are a friend of mine and don't have a team in the tournament, you should be rooting for Baylor. It's just more fun that way because you're going to be cheering for a team for a longer amount of time. So just trust me on that. I, so once Pitt, once once. A uh, little little old pit gets knocked out there, Josh. You're gonna hop on the Baylor
0: bandwagon. Do you? First question: first question. Do you want me on the Baylor bandwagon? <laughs> Actually, like, I didn't think that question yes, through at yes, all. Yes, I'm going. No, I to don't. Because, no. yes, I'm going to because <laughs> it's gonna make you miserable. And then I'm also inevitably looking forward to when Baylor does lose. Not that it's gonna happen. But what I'm looking forward to <laughs> you is, just that I'm, <laughs> is that if Baylor loses,
1: okay, thank you.
0: It's going to be so terrible for you because I will have paid absolutely no attention and I'll just happen to see it scroll across the bottom of my screen or something, or God forbid, I'll I'll actually be watching that game at like a bar or something and i'll see it on and text you congratulations on the win and then they'll lose it's gonna be miserable for you either way because i'm either gonna become a baylor fan and be like actually on your side but you're gonna be like wait he's trying to play an angle he doesn't actually want baylor to win and it's just gonna be mental torture for you or i am gonna be playing the heel and just trying to troll you for baylor and it's just gonna you're gonna like be very upset with me i think i'm i think so, i can get at least two to three days without kellen responding to a text when
1: baylor so leaves. josh i you will you definitely can because in both those scenarios you laid out for me you were making fun of me in both of them so just super great there was not there was not a situation where you're not trying to hurt my feelings in, i have watched in what you just laid out ten,
0: i've watched about <laughs> I've watched one actual like game clock minute of Baylor basketball this year, Dude. and it was and I o- I mean, it Kellen, almost killed me. It Kellen almost had to, ended Kellen our had friendship to call me. that minute. Kellen had to call it- me and yell at me after. So if I actually pay attention to March Madness and Baylor, it's going to be the worst. It might end this. Like you are very, yeah. you are just very lucky that you have one team I do not follow in any way, shape, or form. You are just—you're so lucky that there is one team that I don't like. If I ever got into basketball and cared about it, it would probably end everything. Because
1: no, that, I mean, because that is—that is actually my safe space. I like—I—I <laughs> like, I, I, want—I go... want you to be a basketball fan at times so that we can like talk about it or like we we'll just have some fun, you know, sports conversations about it. But then I think this is the my only escape like this is my only space away from Josh that I that I can get yeah you'll this always
0: is, you this you is... will always have the nba college basketball is where i will overlap you'll always have the nba although i haven't yeah, played nba i me tell NBA, everyone what
1: happened last year
0: we been playing nba 2k23 on playing... my phone as the bulls so
1: okay all right i don't like that actually i really do not like that so you could you could i hope you We're, I hope we're you break your tear. phone. We are uh, on a
0: tear right now, <laughs>
1: but <laughs> we've th- lost one. This game. is what this is what this is what happened last year for for March Madness is Baylor gets matched up tough eight nine matchup. We were one seed uh, against Carolina in the second round. North Carolina. My second least favorite college basketball team ever. I truly despise them. They're one I love of their my colors. all-time hated I franchises. love their
0: colors, so I love them.
1: Yeah, and, and of course, Carolina goes up huge in that game. I'm getting text messages from everyone like, oh, I picked Baylor in my bracket. And Josh is just like, hey, stick Baylor game or something like that. <laughs> and Baylor comes all the way back, sends it to overtime, and everybody's texting me, "Oh, Baylor's going to pull it off! Pull it off!" And um, Baylor loses in overtime, and don't get any credit for the overtime. From the one person, I don't get it credit from is Josh. Like, hey, Baylor just got upset or something like that. Like, <laughs> how how the heck does your does your favorite basketball team uh, lose to a team ranked <laughs> nine seeds below it? Or or, or something along those lines, couldn't be me, never has happened to one of my favorite teams, which is great because your favorite college basketball team is the Grand Valley State Lakers. So it doesn't even – no. it's different. Yeah. No,
0: what's great about it, it is my teams, last never, year. It my, t- my teams are never good enough to be the one seed getting upset, so It doesn't happen. It doesn't. <laughs> So my I teams can- usually <laughs> aren't either, Josh. This is my only good team that I have. I love it. I'm a White I love Sox fan a, really fan, a
1: Bears fan, a Black... Josh, I, I I am in the same calendar year. I am cheering for three of my teams to get the number one overall pick.
0: Yeah, three. That That's- Guess what? I'm going to say yeah. right now, I, I'm going into this tournament. Pitt can't get upset. They're not going to get upset.
1: <laughs> That's... They could I anything, mean hey, they could lose to like a sixteen seed in the second round or something crazy.
0: Anything they do is good.
1: Yeah, that's They're true. not gonna get
0: well,
1: <laughs> Actually they they I think they might be favored in their play in game. So they could lose that. That would technically Hell, be a disappointment,
0: right? Yeah, and I'll get over that so quick. I don't I even know, know what the, date they play. Well, and that's what pisses me <laughs> off too. Is like I am everything I hate about sports fans. When it comes to college basketball, I am everything I hate about sports fans.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) If my team loses, Josh will say something, and I will be angry about that. I'm still angry about the North Carolina one. So I, I don't know. It could be years. could be years. If Josh's college basketball team loses and I try to make fun of him, he's like, okay, cool. Like this means nothing to me. This is was only important to you, so it's like not. There's, there's, literally, there's nothing. It is very
0: fun. Like if you haven't picked up on this, I don't know why I
1: like March. I get excited for March every year, and this is always how it goes.
0: We are a year away. We're an entire calendar year away. I a didn't know North Carolina. I could not remember North Carolina played Baylor. B didn't even know I texted Kellen after Baylor lost. See, I didn't know how far Baylor got in the tournament last <laughs> we year. We Facetimed. I know, I know nothing about any of this. That's how far it is from my memory. I just send the text, and then it like me with Kellen in basketball is it's it's the Joker, it's the Joker meme, yeah. or it's the Joker scene outside the hospital. He presses the button, nothing happens. He presses again, nothing happens. He starts slamming it, and then he starts walking away, and everything <laughs> blows up behind him. It's one text, no response, another text, another text, another text. It all blows up, and I move on with my (laughs) life, and everything behind me is burning. And it's amazing.
1: (laughs) Exactly. There's just about nothing that
0: can happen during March Madness unless I will only say if I end up working for a Division I school that is in this tournament is probably the only way I will ever get to a point where I will like care enough to be upset about something that happens in this tournament other than that i enjoy it because it's one of the greatest spectacles in sports it's fun to watch yeah and i can be the i can be the troll
1: and one last thing before we move on i did forget to mention when when i did facetime you after that carolina game uh it was i was on i was walking because i had to take a long walk after that game because i was in such a bad mood so that's that's when Josh is setting me up. Uh, do you want to move into our segments here, then, Josh? Yeah,
0: let's let's do let's do those segments.
1: Okay. So uh, do you have questions I, this
0: week? I do not. I already did my tweet of the week as well. So if you don't have okay. any questions, you can hit me with your tweet of the week.
1: That was um, my tweet of the week too. Just because I don't have one, uh, we'll go coach of the week.
0: My coach of the week is John Madden. Why is he my coach of the week? You might ask. He hasn't done anything notable. I just saw a story that the only person he ever let poop on his plane was Wayne Gretzky. So that's cool. Well, wait. John Madden didn't ride in planes.
1: Bus. <laughs> there we go. So, okay, so Wayne, wait, Gretzky. he, he was, Wayne Gretzky's He's, the only person that pooped on yes. that bus? Yeah. I would, yeah. That that makes sense. That's Coach That's the, the exception that you have to make. It Coach also lets you know... Who hasn't ridden in that bus? Joey Chestnut has never been in John Madden's bus. Yeah. So, because he would have definitely been allowed to poop in there. Uh, Yeah. My coach of the week, I have two. uh, This, this, or I'll change one to fan base the week. So I just have one. Uh, My coach of the week is Will Wade because he was hired. He's the former LSU basketball coach. He got fired from LSU because there were 20 million scandals uh, floating around him and he almost beat every single one of them i don't know how he did it uh but he did just get hired by mcneese and mm-hmm. less than 48 hours he has now been suspended 5 games by mcneese so oh. will wade just keeps doing his thing i l- i don't love him but he could be like one of those guys whose presence is you just you love in college basketball who just kind of need to be there because we need that scummy, crummy underbelly. hmm Josh, player of the week?
0: Oh, just a second. I have to find it. Do you have yours on hand? I can't remember his name. I'm looking it up. I do have one.
1: So uh, I'll go with uh, my player of the week is Kyle Trask because it does look like, the Buccaneers are planning to bring in maybe another quarterback, but it also might look like that quarterback is Baker Mayfield. So congrats yep. on winning the starting quarterback job, Kyle
0: Trask. That's awesome. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, mine Thank is you. Tom Hoagie. Uh, do, do you have any idea who this is? Seems
1: like his name would just be Hoag. I don't know if it's Hoagie. It might be Hogue. It's Hoag Ooh. probably, but I is want to say it H-O-G-E? Hoagie.
0: Yeah, I want to say Hoagie because I think it's I, I think I'm, it I'm might hungry. be Hoag. It is definitely Hoag, but I am hungry. Um, so Tom Hoag, he over the weekend broke the course record at TPC Sawgrass. That's just that's awesome. That's it's a hard what,
1: course. What What is that course?
0: It, it's one of the hardest courses in professional golf. Okay. Um. And, I'm just
1: not an educated golf fan, yeah, I guess.
0: And he he has the course record of all these great golfers. Tom Hogue. Is least, he
1: is he just like golfers. wait? Did he do it in a tournament? Yeah. Okay. He's on the. Tour. It would have been cool. It would have been cool if it was just like an average dude. I no, that's like, what I was hoping I, for. <laughs> it,
0: well, he is basically an just average guy. dude when it comes to professionals. But yeah, he has the course record. Okay. No, so, I'll take
1: that. I'll take that then. That's. That, that is pretty cool,
0: and we have fan base. Usually of the week? not,
1: I guess it's usually not those guys that get the course records. on. yeah, mm, too bad. Uh yeah, fan base of the week. My fan base of the week is Ole Miss fans. Man, you guys did it again. It's Ole Miss and it's Auburn who have just no. uh they 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 have no care in the world about who they hired to be head coaches. Yep, at and LSU uh, at, at their universities uh, because Ole Miss. Chris Beard is there. Uh, SEC, they just care about having good coaches. Chris Beard is a good basketball coach. He knows basketball very well. Whether he's a good person or not is still uh, in
0: question, I would say. Don't need to be a good but, person.
1: Yeah, exactly. Don't need to be a good person to coach at Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin's there right right across the way. So uh, they're assembling quite the athletic uh, program there. So Josh, who's here, Fan Base of the Week? Fan base, mine up, is uh,
0: right? us, Winnipeg Blue Bombers fans, because the Grey Cup it is announced, yes, it's returning, it's returning to Winnipeg. Winnipeg will host the twenty twenty five Grey Cup, oh. so yeah, home field advantage, and, for that and one. we're angry this year. We're angry this year. Yeah, you're getting, it's it's the revenge tour officially. Yeah,
1: I I, I don't know. think I've ever seen a team not since like the ninety six Bulls. Have I seen a team this fired up entering
0: no. a season? Yeah, it's the Bombers. Is
1: it, is there's, through through. there's just a, a different level of determination there. Yep. This team,
0: um, you don't want to mess with them.
1: Yeah. Who's our, who's our coach again? Quarterback, anything? O'Shea
0: is our coach.
1: Go Bombers. Yeah. Go Bombers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's the show. Do you have any final notes here, Kellen? On anything?
1: No, no. Awesome. Just uh, enjoy this weekend. I guess I do because I shouldn't have said no. Uh, yeah. Enjoy the weekend because it's this is the best weekend of the year, everyone. It really is. It's it. You just get to sit in front of your TV and watch endless amounts of college basketball. It's truly
0: unless you have a job like the me.
1: greatest thing this country has ever given us.
0: Um and i will also tag on to this it is uh screw the nhl screw the penguins because it's mental the the nhl screwed up again it's mental health awareness month and they have the penguins playing the rangers 3 times in 7 days that's the worst possible <laughs> thing for my mental health thank you very much so yeah i will be paying i will be tuning into the penguins rangers clashes um and march madness so if you don't see me next week, that's why. It But happy Mental Health Awareness Month to everybody. Let's put it during the biggest sports time ever. Yeah, Focus on
1: yourselves, everyone. Yeah.
0: Ugh. And, you know, also probably a good idea to just stay unbiased this week while you are watching all probably. of the sports.